Welcome to the commute home. This is Derek. I'm here in the studio as usual. Nick will be calling in from the car later while he drives home from work. So this week, we wanted to do something just a little bit different and fill in some gaps. So we've been doing this podcast for a few months, and some people may or may not have noticed that, you know, Nick and I, we know each other outside of the podcasting world, in the real world. You know, we have lives. But, you know, did we grow up together? Did we meet in college? Are we brothers? You know, who, so, so we decided in this show, we want to talk about how the two of us met. Now, this really isn't like a superhero origin story. <laughs> it's not like that at all. It's more like uh, it's more like when when Harry met Sally, just minus the sexual tension and the fake orgasm and the relationship at the end. None of that stuff. But <laughs> it's, a, it's a kind of drawn out long story of how we met, how we got to know each other, and then where we ended up uh, today. So, without further ado, you're going to get to know about me more. You're going to get to know about Nick more, and you're going to get to know about how the two of us met. So, this is when Derek met Nick. Or when Nick met Derek, whichever one I like better. Let's take it away. It's the commute home with Nick and Derek. This is Nick. From Chicago's northwest suburbs, our hosts chat about, well, you know, whatever two middle-aged men like to talk about. Talk about some movies. The workday is done. Time to grit your teeth, get through the traffic, and make the commute home. Hey, don't honk at me. So, Mr. Nick. Mr. Derek. We never really have discussed how we know each other or how we're related or anything like that. So, you know, let, let's solve this mystery today. Let, let's let the people know about what's going on. All right. I've got my monocle, Dr. Holmes. Let's continue. All right. Thank you, Sherlock. So, Nick, you are my mom's dad's sister's granddaughter's husband mom's mm-hmm. dad's mm-hmm. sister's mm-hmm. granddaughter's mm-hmm. husband yes makes total sense right i am your father's brother's nephew's cousin's former roommate what's that make us absolutely nothing <laughs> That is so Spaceballs. So my wife's grandmother was your mom's dad's sister? Yes. Okay. All right, I'm with you. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was deeper than that, though. Like, I thought you were going to give me a couple other branches to the family tree before you got there. I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> oh, yeah? I think the yeah. easier way of thinking about it is you are my mom's cousin's daughter's husband. That might be a little bit easier. Mom's cousin's daughter's husband. So w- would that make you third or fourth cousins to my wife? I, in my mind, it makes me third cousin, but I'm not sure. I haven't researched that. Yeah, there's some technical. Because her, her dad would be my second cousin. I know that. So we're cousins-in-law? <laughs> Dang old man, I think we might be. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Ooh, today just got a little bit better. Kids, we're eating dinner tonight. Come on, Tiffany, Heather, Cody, Dylan, Dermot, Jordan, Taylor, Brittany, Wesley, Rumor, Scout, Cassidy, Zoe, Chloe, 
Max, Hunter, Kendall, Caitlin, Noah, Sasha, Morgan, Kira, Ian, Lauren, Qbert, Phil. So yeah, so, so as, as you, you might be able to tell, um, because of our family tree, uh, you know, Nick and I did not grow up as next door neighbors. Uh, we actually met met quite a bit uh, later in life. Me, I grew up like in McHenry County. I've been in different parts of McHenry County, but for the most part, I've been in McHenry County, uh, Illinois, my entire life. And Nick, you are from? I I grew up in Marion County, Indiana, or better known as Indianapolis, for 30 years of my life, yeah. The first 30 years of my life. All right. So let's tell the story. Let's let's talk about how you and I met, uh, and and how we kind of got to where we're at this point today. Yeah, because I think we have different recollections of how this all began. I think so too. So the first time I remember coming to Illinois with my wife was for this uh, this King County Cougars game. Uh, it must have been eight. Eight or nine years ago now. Was it that long? God. I, it had to it had to have been because I moved here in 2011. Yeah. 2011 was when I came up here. The fall of 2011 is when we moved here. So that would have had to have been summer of 2010. And uh, so we came up for a couple days, stayed with, I guess, your mom's sister. Mm-hmm. And went to went to went to a baseball game, which I have no recollection of seeing you at said baseball game. Now here's me. I sat directly behind you at this game. I can't remember if it was one uh, row back or two rows back, but I remember sitting. I remember you in my vision the entire time, and thinking, "Who the hell is this guy?" Um. Now, now, now to set the scene, like the whole family's there. I so I've got you know there's four sisters basically, my mom and her three sisters, and that unit does a lot of stuff together, a lot of events and holidays, and all that. So basically, it was like a big chunk of that unit was all out together, all four families. So amongst all these people, you know, we get a pretty big section at, at this uh, you know amateur uh, baseball game. Yeah, and so you know, there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of going, you know, going going on. There's a lot of catching up and side comments and side talk and blah blah blah. And yeah, you were right in front of me. You know what I mean? And so I could see like maybe why you know you didn't notice me in the crowd, although I am huge. Um, but uh, did anybody ever introduce us though? I I was told about you. I think before the game that like. Uh, like, like, yeah, you, you know, blah, blah, blah from Indianapolis is going to be there with her husband. And I'm like, oh, who are they? They're like, oh, they're blah, 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 blah. At that time, the only person I knew from Indianapolis was uh, your wife's grandfather. I knew him from all the family get-togethers. Okay. Uh, but he was really the only one. So I think it was described that, oh, he, oh he's, she's, I'm sorry, or, you know, she's uh, his granddaughter. And that's that's all I really Got know. It. So I said, oh, Okay. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, and when I saw you, man, you weren't really a smiley, happy guy, and you weren't, we weren't that talkative, so I didn't approach you. Yeah, I, I've, um, I, uh, I would like to say that you weren't a smiley, happy guy either, but I don't, like, this baseball game to me was very, um, 
uh, as a blur in my eyes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I remember, I remember your mom being there, mm-hmm. and I remember your dad being there. Uh, but I do not remember seeing you there. And I, 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 I like, I got to go back and look at pictures because I don't remember seeing you because uh, if I had seen you, then I would have not introduced myself to you. So we're in the same boat. Wait, what does that mean? You would have not introduced yourself to me? <laughs> what the hell is that all about? Yeah, because I, <laughs> because nobody introduced, like, I didn't, like, you could have been a stranger. Stranger danger, Derek. Mm. Like, you were, you're like three times my size, mm. man. You could have smiled at me and I'm like, what is he smiling at me about? That's weird. <laughs> what are they doing in Illinois, man? So, so was this was this first trip like a whirlwind for you, like meeting like all these new people and and like all these people want to talk to you and get to know you? Yeah. So he, so this is the way that I look at that trip. Is my wife tells me, hey, we're gonna go up uh, and spend the weekend with with my dad's cousin, uh, and you know we're just gonna hang out. We're gonna go to a ball game and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Good question. For what For what reason? Because at that point, I'm like, I never thought of any reason to come up here and visit. But my, <clears throat> my wife did. I, I think she connected with your cousins uh, via Facebook and everything. And they had a relationship or whatever. So it happened, whatever. Like, I didn't think that, like... I was going to come up here <sighs> and then within like, yeah, Facebook. Exactly. I didn't think I was going to come up here and like, you know, the future of my life was going to be in Illinois. Get assimilated. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I just didn't think anything of it. I'm like, well, let's get through this weekend and I go about my life. So it wasn't like intended to be rude. It's just, I never, first before that I had never ran into anybody I had never talked to anybody. I'd never even really heard of anybody on your side of the family. So I just didn't think anything would develop from it. So I just, hey, yeah, okay, fine. Hi, how are you? Great. And again, like you said, there were so many people that I was introduced to that weekend that like very li- like very little bit of those people I actually remember mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from that weekend. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. All right. So, so, so that, that weekend's over, and then what happens next? Um. So one of your cousins uh, was having a baby, mm-hmm. and not at the baseball game. Uh, later on, so it was fall. So it was probably about three or four months later, and uh, my wife got invited to the baby shower. So she reached out. And uh, we stayed with your uh, aunt again. And um, I do remember this weekend specifically. And I do remember uh, you coming over on this weekend because I was in the basement watching Notre Dame versus Michigan State. And for the better part of four hours, I didn't move from that couch because I was a very... um, dedicated Notre Dame fan at that time. <laughs> uh, was? I've calmed down a lot. You're st- I would still call you dedicated, though. Just, you know, uh, okay. more controllable, maybe. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a I was the definition of fanatic at that time, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. So like lived and breathed, you know, Notre Dame football at that time. I'm still going to consider you a, a fanatic as long as your basement is Notre Dame themed. By the way. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. But that very that game was very close, and uh, I can't even tell you what happened in the game, but I will leave it out. Thank you. But I remember you. I. <laughs> Because I remember, I remember that more than I remember you coming into the house. <laughs> but I remember at points like people kept coming over, and most of the guys that came over came downstairs. Like I remember your dad coming, and he was downstairs sitting on the couch, mm-hmm. and we were talking. We were talking about Notre Dame, and I remember you coming in, but you going upstairs instead of downstairs because they had that split level. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember seeing you again, not even when you left, the rest of the evening. You, you came upstairs once to use the bathroom or something or get food. Because we did, we did cross in the, in the hallway once. My God, why do I remember that? We were in the hallway? That's a small hallway. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah we, like, well, that's why I remember. Like, yeah, one was going up, one was going down at the same time. Oh, okay. And uh, I didn't think you looked in my direction. I mean, that's why you don't remember me. And here's me thinking, I'm like, good God. Can this man even speak? Is, is all this man do, does is just watch sports and look like a prick? Because at this time, all I've seen you do is is be straight faced and watching, you know, baseball and now football. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I didn't go in the basement, by the way, all the seats were taken. Oh, fair enough. Because you're down there with all the uncles. Yep. Yeah, because I remember, I remember all of your uncles were down there. Your dad was down there. I was down there. Uh, uh, I think you had a cousin or two, male, uh, that were down there. Yeah, and just so everyone knows, this was not the baby shower. This was like a family get-together after the baby shower. Yeah, this was after the baby shower, and Notre Dame just happened to be on TV. And I asked your aunt if I could watch the game, and she's like, I don't care, watch whatever you want. And then after the game was over, she was like, I should have never let you watch that game because, spoiler alert, Notre Dame lost and in very dramatic fashion. I was shitty. So <laughs> that probably didn't help what people thought about me at that time. <laughs> uh, so that was the fall of that year. Now, that time I did see your wife and I, and I, I heard her speaking to other people, so I knew at least one of you could talk. Um, yeah, I talked to her just a tiny bit that day and that was it, which, so your wife, I have no memories of, of her from as a kid. Okay. I have, I have one memory of her dad meeting him at a family get together down in, um, Evansville, Indiana. That, Cause that's where that kind of the core of the family comes from on my mom's side. So I remember meeting, um, yeah, her dad once and that's it. So like I, when I saw her at, at that and actually kind of talked to her a little bit. In my mind, that's the first time ever. Uh, she's told me she remembers seeing me like twice as a kid. Oh, okay. So, and one of the, one of the two times she remembers was the, the time that I remember seeing her dad. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I mean, well, that's interesting in itself, and, you know, enough in itself is the fact that, like, you guys were one state away literally three hours away from each other and only met when you were really little in Evansville, which a lot of people could consider Kentucky and not necessarily Indiana. 
Not the people from Evansville. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody north of Evansville believes that. <laughs> um, it is the hierarchy of this family. Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky. One, two, three. <laughs> so that's interesting that you guys never uh, never cross path, crossed paths more than that. It kind of makes sense because as a kid, I, at least once a year, we would we'd go to Indiana to visit family. But all, but all my mom's grandparents and the whole core of the family is all down in Evansville. Right. So so I don't I don't remember once going to Indianapolis for a family get together. I only remember Evansville. Okay. So yeah, fair enough. Then. Be- because because you because your wife's grandfather he was kind of the he was the, the member of the family that left Evansville for Indianapolis. So that's why that's why he kind of started off that root over there on the side by himself. Okay. So does that mean the next time that we saw each other was at? Uh, Paul's funeral the following spring? The one that you guys were really late to? No. We weren't late. We were early. In Evansville? The There was one of them. Did you go to that? Yeah, I did. So so when, when you say Paul, so it was my, it was my great-grandfather's funeral. So yeah, the, the next time was my great-grandfather's funeral, correct. Right. And that's... Uh, I would. Did we talk that day? Ah, uh, I don't remember. I I remember. I remember. I was so that was a fun weekend. Uh, because I I had the stomach flu that weekend, and uh, so so that was that was a tough tough weekend. So that funeral, uh, or your great grandfather, he passed away on the day da- on the day of my uh wife's dad's funeral which was in northern indiana and so we found out like literally as soon as the service ended we found out that he passed away but to your point your great-grandfather was an an old man and lived a very long life into his 90s i believe right and i remember like essentially like from that funeral uh from my wife's dad to Paul's funeral was a matter of days, day, like three or four days. Yeah, I, I do remember that. That's correct. So, but we didn't, I don't think we talked at that funeral either. Yeah, I thought was there was one family that was like late and missed almost the entire, um, uh, the viewing and, and the, like the, whatever, the, the ceremony. Who, which, which family was that? I thought that was you guys. No, that wasn't us because we were seated and uh your maybe it was uh your uh aunt and uncle in law could have been it could have been i think you're actually right i think you're right uh because they were coming from northern indiana down instead and and your family all came from illinois uh down yeah we we were there basically the day before uh, and the day before right they were coming same day right right yep Okay, so yeah, I believe it was them because yeah, we were there. We were there early, early on before everything started. So uh, here nor there. So that would have been the next time that we crossed paths. There was no sports that day, by the way. I just wanted you to know. Uh, and actually, I think I was making jokes that day. I don't remember. Do you remember me from that day? No, I don't. But you were there, man. You saw me on the skinniest day of my entire adult life, actually. That, that was that day. 
That's probably why I don't remember. Hmm. That, 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 that was the day people kept on pulling my mom aside and, and asking if I had cancer because I was so skinny. Are you serious? Yeah, serious. Holy crap. Uh, I did. I, I was, Nobody ever asked me if you had cancer. I, I, well, yeah. Well, why would you know? We never spoke. <laughs> <laughs> and No, that, that, at that point in my life, I was eating kind of like a vegan diet. I was almost a vegan diet. And uh, so, I, so I was very light from that. And then I had gotten the stomach flu, which, which had me drop seven more pounds uh, in like a day. Ooh. So with that seven-pound weight loss, that was the uh, skinniest day of my life. Damn. So you can see why people would think that then. I was a, you know, when I lost all that weight, I got so much hell, like, you're too skinny, you're too skinny. And, and uh, me, I'm like, no, I'm happy with where I'm at. Like, no, you look too skinny. So well, like, I was very uh, defensive at that time about that. Uh, okay. Okay. So essentially, that would have been like three strikes were out, right? Yep. The baseball game, the the post baby shower. Yep. And then the few. How fucking weird is that, man? Like we we were together uh, in the summer, I guess, at a sporting event. Then the birth of a child, celebrating the birth of a child, and then celebrating death. Like we went through the whole fucking. Actually, we were celebrating buying clothes for a birth of a child. Okay, but the child was coming. Right. So, so, so there was the birth coming. Like we went through the whole freaking enchilada uh, within a nine-month period, and never even spoke to each other. That is correct. That's inter. That is crazy. Um. So, the next time after that, and I blame you, by the way. You blame me. I do. Why do you blame me? I've gotten a little better over the years. But I'm pretty introverted, and usually, like, I'll talk and I'll have a conversation and I'll I'll exchange a lot of things with with somebody. But I usually never start the conversation. I've got I've gotten better with that in re- recent years, but uh, younger, I never started a conversation with anyone I didn't know. Period. And you assume that I'm a conversation starter. Well, at least you know. <laughs> At least, you know, smile and pretend like you like the world. Prick. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. You were unapproachable uh, with your body language, and you'd never approached me. So you, that's why I feel it's your fault. Okay, but... Yeah. All right. I, I'll take... I'll take... <laughs> I'll take the blame. I'll take the blame. Oh, listen to us. We're like an old gay couple. (laughs) I will definitely take the blame on that. So the next time, though, we saw each other, I do remember at least having some sort of a conversation with you. Yeah. Which would have been about two to three months later, uh, which would have been summer again, uh, Father's Day weekend. Because that's the weekend I came up here for uh, a job interview. For Chicago. Okay. Uh, and there was a barbecue at your aunt's house. We were staying with your aunt again. And uh, I remember you came over to the barbecue with a buddy of yours. Okay. And we were we were all sitting there on the uh, the back uh, the back deck uh, around. I think they had like this round table. Is it like a 
ridiculously large round table, and we were all sitting there chit-chatting. I don't know if we spoke directly to each other or just we were conversating around each other Mm -hmm. was more of Mm -hmm. what was going on. I have no memory of this. (laughs) You have no memory of this. No. See, and I have no memory of you being at the baseball game, so yeah. we're even. So we're even, yeah. Okay. So, again, right. a- another near interaction that did not happen. That did not happen. Yeah. Right, exactly. So the first year that we could have potentially known each other, uh, we could have been Facebook friends at some point, Derek. Back in the day. But it never happened. Yep, never happened. Back in the day, right? Never happened. Star-crossed lovers or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It just never worked out. No, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> Two ships just crossing in the night. Just crossing in the night, baby. Yes, sir. Um, so uh, I got the job. We moved up here in August. Uh, we moved to uh, western suburbs. And um, the next time after that, I remember seeing you was probably six months later, maybe. And, I, and when I say I remember seeing you, like, I don't remember seeing you, but I'm pretty sure you were there again. Was uh, Christmas Eve at at your uh, uh, one of your aunt's houses? Have you confirmed that with with your wife that you went to this? I know we went to this. Okay. Uh, I know for a fact because I have pictures of Christmas morning of being at home and not in Indiana. So we would have went to this. Okay. So no memory of you at this. Yeah. Okay. So and, fair enough. And See, you? I, I no, I have no memory of you being there. But you said that you've been at every Christmas Eve, and I know that I've been at every Christmas Eve. So we were there again. Yeah. Ships crossing in the night, man. That that's how we work. I think at this point, like I said, uh, with you, I just kind of like ri- 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 kind of already written you off as a dick. So I just kind of like like ignored you from all scenarios in my mind. You know, and I'm starting to wonder, because you keep saying that, and I've had people tell me in the past when they first meet me, I come across as a dick. So I'm wondering if the problem is me and not other people. That's something to ponder. Has the term RBF ever been used on you? No, what does that mean? Resting bitch face. No. What is that? Resting bitch face. It means your natural facial expression when you're not making a facial expression makes you look like a bitch. Oh, well, that's not very nice. Hey, many suffer. I suffer from it. So it makes you look like a bitch, like you're a little punk, or like you're mean and mean. angry. It's, it's usually, it's usually the, oh, okay. the, like, like the mean bitch, yeah. Oh, okay. Mean bitch. Not a bitch bitch, but a mean bitch. <laughs> well, a punk's not a bitch. A punk is a punk. A punk is a little bitch. Eh, some are. A little bitch that can, like, you, yeah, you push around and never mind. Anywho, so, so like, fast forward, right, mm-hmm. nine months nine months later, because I don't remember crossing paths with you again, and the chances are we might have crossed paths again. Yeah. Uh, b- between Christmas Eve and the following summer... When uh, my wife and I buy a house at another western suburb town, and we, you know, she's reaching out asking for people to come help us. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on there, killer. Our our past did cross one time before that. Fuck, what now? 
your wife's birthday party at, at, at your house, at your first Illinois house. Yes. Yes. You are absolutely right. I remember, I remember seeing you and you were wearing your Star-Lord leather jacket. Was I? Yes, you were. Must have been a warm day then because that thing is, is thin. Yeah, it, it was actually because the kids were playing outside. It was, it was unseasonably warm that first week of February that year. Okay. And actually, we had a very mild winter, I remember, that first year uh, we lived up here. You're like, oh, man, these Illinois w- 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 winters, they are nothing. What are these people talking about, about how tough it can be up here? Liars. Dude, for the first three years, I thought that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, these guys are full of shit. Because people back home in Indiana were telling me, oh, man, we got tw- you know 20 inches of snow this winter. How much did you guys get? Like five? <laughs> yeah, man. Weather up here is weird. But, yeah, so I, I remember that day that um, – I don't remember you whatsoever, uh, but I remember talking talking with your wife more. I, I remember like like me like, getting her a gift and kind of being embarrassed about it because I didn't know her that well, but she was cool with it. I remember the gift though. Yeah, the the, the coupon or the the coupon organizer. Yeah, uh, the coupon organizer. She used that thing until it broke. Oh, very nice, very nice. But uh, yeah, because like I didn't know your wife at all, had no idea what to get her. But my aunt had always talked about how. Um, your wife is just such a coupon cutter, just nonstop. And like, like she would talk about it when your wife wasn't around and kind of like make fun of her and tease her about it. And um, so I'm like, okay, she likes coupons. And so I, and I'm like, oh, they make these things to organize coupons. I'll buy that. And after I bought it, I'm like, what a stupid gift. Ah. Dude, she loved that gift. I, I, I held on to it, held on to it, held on to it. And then finally I'm like, okay, here's your gift. I'm, I'm sorry if you don't like it. And she dug it, which was cool. It was very cool. Yeah. But uh, so that was like the first like positive interaction I had with 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 your family. Yeah, which is cr- so so that would have been what like a year after year and a half after we actually, I I think so potentially could have met. Yeah, and and, <clears throat> and the only thing I I remember from that party too is me having my first conversation with your oldest son. Okay, yeah, because you guys you guys hit it off really well. Well, he was like this really quiet, shy kid, and like again, didn't hear him talk much back in the day. Just like the, just like your entire family, back then. Uh, and, and then like I noticed, like he had this stack of video games by the by the TV and all that. And, and I'm like, oh, video games. Like I used to like video games a lot. And like there's one like a character I recognize I used to play. I'm like, oh yeah, I used to play that game. And then all of a sudden, he just started talking, and I I could not shut him up the rest of the day about talking about games. <laughs> yeah, he he latched on to you, put his hooks on you, and freaking didn't let up mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. For years, yep. From that day, so you're you're probably thinking now, well, shit, I should have kept my mouth shut about that character. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was good for a while. You know, we had a good run. Yeah, yeah you had a good run. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I remember you from that day. Obviously, again, we didn't we didn't have a conversation. Um. Uh, you know, typically with me, I would say that I will talk a lot to people that I know. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, if I don't know you, I am going to watch to see the type of person that you are. And obviously in our case, it took two years <laughs> before <laughs> we actually had a conversation together. 
and, and somehow and, I, I tricked you into thinking I was an okay person. <laughs> Got you fooled. <laughs> yeah, right. Like exactly. I was like, that guy can't be too half bad. He gave my wife a coupon organizer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very thoughtful gift, Derek. It was. Very practical. It was. It was. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, I think the next time we saw each other was the move, right? Yeah, the infamous move. Infamous. From one house to another. The move. Let me set this up for you. All right. We, we, moved, we moved to Illinois, right? Uh, about a year later. We decided we wanted to buy. We got, you know, we got our our grounding and everything like that. So we found this house on Craigslist because anybody that knows anything knows that's where you go to find fucking houses. You got your house on Craigslist. I got my house on Craigslist, sir. Realtor took too long, and I said I'm taking it into my own hands. Just like I'm buying a dresser, I'm going to Craigslist. What was this posted by the bank or by the by the 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 whatever you call them the, the the, the realtor? The realtor? Yeah. 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 So they were working with this uh, Bill and Ted's real estate. <laughs> and and they were like, yeah, let's just put it on Craigslist. I, yeah, it was posted by the real estate company. I don't remember their name, but I got to think that they're not like top notch to be going to Craigslist, but who knows? Uh, I guess they're trying to save money on gas, you know, just, uh, you know, throw it on Craigslist. Let's not, let's not drive to all these, you know, housing sites. Let's just throw it on Craigslist, save the money on gas. We'll pass the savings on to the consumers. Yeah, it was a really generic ad, too. It was like, four-bedroom house, maybe five if you're really clever. <laughs> Something like that. It was like, it was really, really strange. There was only, like, one picture of the house, but I knew the area, so I was like, we're going to go check this out. And I remember our realtor was like, what the hell are you guys thinking? But, hey, we bought the house, so, uh, you know, it was time to move. And we were desperate uh, for people to help us because, you know, we didn't know a ton of people in Illinois. We knew some, you know, extended family people. And, uh, I mean, like I said, we were desperate because we couldn't get anybody commit. So desperate, I even called my brother from Indiana. And I was like, hey, man, I'll pay for you to ride a bus and a train to get up here and help us move. Um my wife sent out like an invite to the extended family and uh your mom was on that invite and i think that's how you got duped into this right <laughs> yep so my mom tells me that uh she you guys need help moving and my first response is no thanks <laughs> and the reason because of this is by this point in my life i've already helped like two or three cousins move uh, and whenever I've helped these two or three cousins move, it was like the entire family showed up and I ended up carrying like two or three things the entire day. And I spent most of the day just kind of like chit chatting and trying to like stay out of people's ways while they were like, there was just too many people there for these moves. So, and I decided after that last one, I'm like, I'm not helping another family member move again because they don't really need me. So that's why when I got the call for to help you guys, I'm like, no, nah, everyone else will be there. It seemed like you were pretty tight with the family. So I'm like, no, nah, they can help them. I don't, they don't need me. Yeah, looks can be deceiving because none of the family helped, <laughs> but you and your dad. 
Yeah, my, my, my mom's like, I, she asked me, and I'm like, no. And then like a week later, I'm like, no. And then like, it was like the, the week before you guys were moving. And she's like, I'm pretty sure everyone else said no. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, because everyone was busy doing this, 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 this. She's like, I think we're the only ones to help them. I'm like, oh, no, okay. There's also the thought in my head too, that if I'm not there to help you guys move, like I know my, my mom and my dad will, will overdo it trying to help you guys. My mom is one I'm really worried about. She, she, does, not, she does not know her. She's a hard worker. She does not know her, uh, her, her limits. So Yeah, that's for, that's for sure. Yeah, so you kind of fell on the sword for her. I did, yeah. So I'm like, all right, let's go and do this. And now me, I've helped many a friend move. Uh, I had a lot of friends that you know lived in apartments their entire lives. So I, I've done a lot of moves um, where it, it was just uh, you know, like me and my friend or just two or three of us. So I, I know how to move. I, I, um, I've done it you know, a bunch of times. And my dad, he and I have done a, a few moves together too. So I'm like, okay, you know, he and I together, it should be fine. No big deal. Kind of underestimated how much stuff you guys had. <laughs> yeah, so, so you, like you said, you've helped some friends move. Um uh, I would imagine those were probably like apartments, yeah. maybe not necessarily like 2,000 square foot houses with four kids or anything like that. A lot of two-bedroom apartments, yeah. Yeah, so we had like probably triple the amount of stuff that most of those people had. You had a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You had a lot. So I got to ask you this. Did, did any of those moves where you helped all those people include sea lions sea lions yes seals uh, sea lions walruses uh i don't believe so no so so let me ask you this when you pulled up to my house and you see my brother oh god sitting on the front porch <laughs> yeah with just some shorts on no shoes no shirt no tan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's nothing you know worse than a you know shirtless redhead that doesn't have a tan. I was looking like the ending of Tux, Tusk sitting out there. <laughs> so dude, you never saw that before. So so, so yeah, I think I heard maybe your brother was coming. I don't remember. So I remember we pull up, and the first thing I see when we pull up is your brother sitting on the front front uh, stoop uh, with your youngest son. And, you know, this, this big guy, big belly hanging out, wearing just shorts. Maybe he was wearing, you know, underwear underneath. I don't know. I just saw shorts. <laughs> Maybe. And I'm like, I'm looking at him like, huh, this, he looks interesting. And uh, I was right because he turned out to be very interesting. So, so before we get into this, I have to preface this and say I love my brother. He's a, he's a special character uh, and I love him to death. But um, let's just say his, uh, his sense of style is lacking. <laughs> I don't know, man. He was making a statement that day. He was, he was bold and brave. Yeah, yeah. His statement was, ur, 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 ur. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so my brother was there to, uh, quote, unquote, help, uh, help with the move. Uh, so yeah, you know, you guys came over, you were probably surprised, I would imagine, because you opened up, we opened up the garage and bam, 
full of boxes, ready to go. I was impressed, actually. Like boxing up like a like a house or an apartment or whatever makes the move so much easier. And I'll admit it, I suck at it. Because uh, me, like when I move myself, I'm like, oh, let's move it, and I don't even box stuff up. Uh, you guys did it, and it, it was really easy to move. But man, you had a lot of stuff. It was a lot of boxes. Yeah, my wife is very militant about moving our stuff because she doesn't want other people to touch things, uh. which is interesting because if you're moving things, so like even when we moved from Illinois and my company paid for us to move to Illinois, uh, we had almost everything boxed up already. The only thing that those people really moved was the boxes out to the truck and the furniture, uh, which is kind of what you experienced a lot of as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, Just to clarify, so, so that's it. It's uh, it's it's you, me, my dad. I think my mom helped. Uh, I think your wife helped. Uh, your oldest son kind of helped. I think your uh, there was another relative, like some twelve year old kid that was there that somehow is related to you. I I don't know. And uh, and your brother. I th- those are the only ones that were really moving your your family and you guys. Uh, you know, husband, wife, three kids, full house, full, full, full house. house. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, the, the, the other kid, he wasn't really, he's a friend of the family. I didn't like go around the neighborhood saying, Hey, who wants to help us move? I'll give you some money for the ice cream man. <laughs> like there was none of that that went on. But, uh, yeah. So you got there and you were like, Holy crap. Like nobody from the family is here to help. So you got you you understood why you know we kind of kept your mom was like i don't think anybody else is going to be there yeah. type situation yeah um so so yeah we uh but we got to work right away right i mean there wasn't any like i don't think exchanging of pleasantries or like small talk we just started knocking it out and you and your dad were like freaking rock stars cuz you guys were like let's go let's go let's go let's go and um I would say everybody else wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, in my mind, yeah, it was it was you, me, and my dad is was, was what really what, what moved ninety percent of your family that day. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm I'm probably biased on this, but that's that's my memory of it. Um, actually, I think it's probably higher yeah. than ninety in my memory. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we, we I, share the same mindset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I didn't expect anything from the kids. I, I, the ladies did what I expected them to do, which was great. Um, yep. And your brother, man, uh, <laughs> your brother was the one that really put the cherry on top, though, with the move. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so I would say, well, hang on. Uh, let's think about this. Like, remember I said he was barefoot, right? Uh, shorts only, yes. Yeah, shorts only, shorts only. Like, we won't get into the underwear thing. Like, I didn't check. I didn't say, hey, do you get, do you, we could have clean underwear? We, we could have checked easily. <laughs> yeah, we could. It wouldn't have been hard, would it? No, no, it wouldn't have. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't say, do you got clean underwear on in case we get in an accident or anything <laughs> like that? <laughs> well, you said you love your brother. You should ask that kind of stuff, you know, just to make sure. Yeah, yeah, I I don't love him that much. Um, <laughs> God, man, I was like stuck on this because now I'm like wondering. 
I feel like I got to text him and say, hey, man, were you wearing underwear that day you came to help us move? <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, he said no. <laughs> he said I never wear underwear. All right, so that answers that question. <laughs> I was going to say, would, would, would either reaction surprise you? Would either response no, absolutely you? not. Yeah. Absolutely not. I, it wouldn't have surprised me if he said, what's underwear? <laughs> <laughs> and why would I wear those? <laughs> you know, brother, uh, you know, that stuff they used to wear as a hat when we were kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. He's actually saying, now he's saying that maybe he was wearing a thong. Ew. Oh, <laughs> get that picture out of your head. <laughs> uh. <sighs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. So, uh, so we're moving stuff, and like I would say, some time goes by, and I don't see my brother. Do you remember seeing him? I do. I, 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 le- I legitimately, legitimately remember him uh, moving three things. Okay. <laughs> three truck, like three trips in, into the truck. I think one of them was a lamp. <laughs> So one of the things one that the little kids could have easily carried. Yeah. He's like, no, I set that down, little man. I've got this. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then after after those three things, it's like he's like, hmm, I need more traction. I think that's what he decided that he needed more traction. So he decided to go and get more traction for himself. So he put his socks on, and that was it. <laughs> he, he put just his socks on. No shoes. No, no, no shoes, right? So now, now he's wearing shorts and socks. And then after he does this, I'm like, okay. And then he's I ready see for him. Dinner. <laughs> and then I see him move exactly one more thing. I was kind of watching. So he him needed too. the socks for the one more thing. Uh, he did. He did, which I think was like a box, like a like twelve by twelve box. Uh, Ooh. So yeah, <laughs> and then. Uh, uh, now, now, did you see your brother at this point with the socks on? I remember him coming up because most of what was happening was you guys were bringing the boxes to the front of the truck, and then I was taking the boxes from the truck and uh, the front of the truck and taking them to the back of the truck and stacking everything, very Tetris style. Yes. So that we could get as much stuff in there as possible. Yes. Um. So yeah, I I remember him bringing something up. And I think those socks, they weren't like short socks with shorts. Like, they were like um, almost up to his knees, if I remember. 70s basketball player look, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, like a bald Bill Walton. (laughs) Like a short Wilt Chamberlain. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Like an Irish Wilt Chamberlain, there we go, that's better. (laughs) (laughs) A round Irish Wilt Chamberlain. He wasn't black Irish. He was round Irish. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, yeah. And I remember, like, a little bit later, I don't, I, I don't know how much time had passed, but, like, I sent him upstairs, and I was like, hey, I need you to go take apart that bed. And Oh, no. You're, so you missed a bunch then. What else did, what did I miss? Because, see, I was on the truck. Yeah. So, so after he moves his one thing... I he just kind of goes in the kitchen and just lays down on the ground in the middle of the kitchen. In the middle of the kitchen, he's laying down on the ground. And he's and like he's using <laughs> he's using like a duffel bag as a pillow and he decides that he needs a rest. 
he needs to, he needs to, he needs to take a, a, a spell. And he was literally there for a long time. Uh, an hour maybe i don't know but i remember Holy smokes. i remember at least three times i had to step over him while i was moving your stuff out of your house and i'm like don't poke the bear don't poke the bear just let the bear You're sleep just like let him be let him be <laughs> like this guy me i don't think we quite match up i don't know what he's doing i'm just gonna leave him be there could be something seriously wrong with this guy like I remember like moving like a table or something like that. And, you know, I've got one end, my dad's got the other, and we're literally stepping over over your brother so we don't step on him while we're moving it. Cause he is like in the zone. He is in the aisle. He's in the lane. So he's not even off to the side. No. He's just like lay he's like, this is my shit. Like in the middle of Grand Central Station, that's where he decided to take his nap at. Oh man, so so you said that this went on for a while then? Yeah, because like like beds was like last trip, right? Yeah, okay, they, you're right. The beds was the last trip. So so somebody woke him up at some point, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we kept on waking him up on accident. Yeah, like all that moving sounds was you know disturbing and, him. And I'm thinking that when we were making the trips to the new place, he was supposed to stay behind and work quote-unquote, right? That's right. I don't think he made the trip. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to, like, stage stuff in the garage for us or something. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to be like, hey, do this, put it in the garage, we'll pick it up when we get back. Mm -hmm. And I would say that, uh, now, we can't confirm what he did when we were gone. I got a pretty good idea. <laughs> but he may have not done anything at all. <laughs> 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 so yeah so, so so now last trip let's talk let's let's talk about so all in all uh four trips uh from the old house to the new house in the biggest u-haul that u-haul offers without a cdl yes it was a huge u-haul and um moving truck and we um and, and all four uh just stacked with stuff uh, yeah, stacked to the freaking rafters, man. But, it was huge. It was a lot of stuff. But by far the the hardest move I've ever done, ever. Yeah, you earned uh, you earned your paycheck that day. <laughs> I don't I don't think I paid you. <laughs> no, you did not. I let you observe. Or I did say thank you, I believe, but I let you observe my brother, and that's like <laughs> National Geographic, man. It's like seeing Bigfoot in the wild, you know. <laughs> that's that's. It's right. that rare of an experience I got. I got to take on, you know. Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot in the wild. Here we see Bigfoot in his native habitat. Bigfoot requires twenty-two hours of sleep a day to survive. <laughs> that's right. Like a fucking overgrown sloth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Oh God, that's so funny. Um, so yeah, he um we get back on the last trip, and I remember go telling him, Hey man, I need you to go take apart these beds so that we can we can um we can get them moved. And uh I remember the friend of the family. The, the kid that you were talking about, he he came down and he was like, hey, your brother's asleep upstairs. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Again? <sighs> and he's like, yeah. So I go up the stairs to 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 get him. 
And and I go up there, and it's not like he took apart the bed and then laid down. He took like apart five bolts or something like that. And the bed is like half taken apart, not even half, a quarter of the way taken apart. And he's just laying there with like the ratchet in his hand. <laughs> well, what do you expect, like just, man? No power tools? That sounds exhausting. Five whole bolts? <laughs> yeah, I know. He had to move that right arm a lot. Yes. Oh. Uh, so I'm like, hey, man, get up. Like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, man, I needed to rest a minute. <laughs> Like, that's all you've done is rest a minute. Like, oh. the entire day, that's a long-ass minute. Thank God you brought him up up here for help. You know, thank God. <laughs> oh, man. It, it was a comedy of errors, man, with him up here. He was supposed to paint a wall for us. He used two gallons of paint on this wall, and I spent two months scraping paint off the wood floors, Oh, man. really? Yeah. It, oh, God. God love him. He's a... Uh, He's special. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you know, I, talking about this and how much we're laughing about it, and our, our, we, we both have very clear memories of this, and I can tell, yeah, this was really a binding experience for us, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Like, I know that, like, you, you were not coming into the place thinking, oh, my goodness, I am going to see this amazing, you know, like, force of nature firsthand uh, during this move. Like, there was no way you could have expected what you got out of that move, right? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I mean, phys- physically, <laughs> the, the hardest move I've ever, ever done. Mentally, the funniest move I've ever seen. So, yeah, man, it, it was a bonding experience because that's something that we, uh, I don't think as much as we could have tried to forget would be able to forget. And I'm sure that that, that vision is ingrained in your head for life of pulling up and seeing him on that front porch. <laughs> it is. It really is. And that is the story of how Nick and I met. It really was a binding experience that day. <laughs> I'll say the rest of the day we spent ourselves, uh, after we got done with all the moving stuff, putting together beds, uh, running around, dropping off the U-Haul, all that kind of stuff. And Nick and I really got to talk up that day and get to know each other for the first time. And um, that was the start of things. That was that bonding experience, that brutal move. Uh, after all the times that we kind of ran into each other, we finally uh, connected. And uh, we kind of learned... <laughs> we, we, were, we made fun of his, of his brother quite a bit. But we learned that we had some things in common. We liked some similar things. And that we had some good conversations. And that kind of started things off. Uh, and uh, what happens next with uh, with things and how we, be, you know, move on, be, you know, become closer friends and start a podcast and all that. That's a story for another day. So everyone, drive safe, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. We have no idea what we'll talk about next time, but I'm sure we'll have a good time doing it. Our email address is thecommutehome at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, drive safe, everybody.